Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome, everyone, to Follow the Money. I'm Sean, second the Money Green with my partner in picks, Ryan Real Money Kramer, presented by DraftKings Sports Game on Podcast, filling in for Mitch and Polly. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Shout out to Mitch and Polly for helping spread the gospel of Kyle Yuschek. Yes. Turns out the name of the show, follow the money. They had to get, they had to get us in here. <laughs> well, Ryan, I mean, uh, we're, we're going to break down how we did on Super Bowl. Some of the, some of the wins, maybe some of the losses, not a ton of losses, huge win. Of course, you, you, you were <laughs> pumping it in the, uh, VEASAN betting guide. I mean, we went to, to cash our tickets here at Circa and the guys were like, oh man, wow, this is awesome. Like the, the guys behind the counter responded to you, uh, you hit Hit you bringing in this Kyle Juszczyk ticket. Walk people through your Juszczyk uh, ticket, Ryan. Well, it wasn't just the fact that I hit a bet. It, we were out here for the Super Bowl festivities. Every interview we did, every conversation we had, it was all about me telling other people. Kyle Juszczyk's a great bet for first reception. Uh, yeah, did did the deep dive. I ended up going, uh, I don't know. I would say we're, we're not first touchdown specialists, but we enjoy playing first touchdowns. And when, when we had the opportunity to play the first reception market, Dove in and what an obvious play. Shout out to the Circa. They were the only place I could find that was dangling a first reception for the team. So got down 24 to one. Kyle Juszczyk really thought there would be a chance that they would try to break some tendencies, maybe uh, run some action to the right. And uh, second play of the game, 
It happened. Absolutely lost my mind. I'm not I'm not a, a irrational, uh, emotional reaction and uh, better. But Sean, I will say we were watching this in our home studio in Los Angeles. I think I did two laps around the studio uh, <laughs> screaming use check, use check. Te- teaching everyone who doesn't know that it's use check, not juice check. So shout out to Kyle. Shout out to his wife. Love her swag. Uh, love everything he does. <laughs> Got a mini helmet signed by him coming, uh, coming to commemorate the oh, opportunity. Well, yeah, this is, uh, we were flying out here to do the show and, and Ryan's like, oh, I got to get this mini helmet. I got to get this mini helmet. I'm bidding against other people. And I go, Kramer, who else is going to buy a Super Bowl? <laughs> 58 helmet autograph by Kyle Yushek. Like if you're a, if you're a Kyle Yushek fan, if you're a 49ers fan, the last thing you want is a helmet, a, a Super Bowl 58 helmet. Like, hey, remember that time we lost by three points to the Chiefs? Like, who are you bidding against? I assume I'm a bidding against everyone who had Kyle Yushek first reception in the big game. I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure I wasn't the only one to have my life changed thanks to that beautiful play action. A uh, little waggle to the right, Kyle Yuschek. Nice catch, by the way. Yeah, right. Hit him great right in hands, the hands. Great hands. Yeah, uh, almost was the first to uh, twenty receiving yards as well. That came up just short. I think he had nineteen. Yeah, kind of, I mean, uh, you know, I. Meanwhile, all I got right was uh, the side, the total, <laughs> the coin toss. Ryan, uh, real square over here, going for tails. Heads, another another winner for heads. Uh, purple Gatorade. I kept telling people, oh, everyone had these conspiracy theories. Oh, the NFL, they already wrote the script red versus purple Ravens 49ers. They completely, they don't know how to read scripts. It was going to be purple Gatorade on the uh, team wearing red. And yeah, I mean, I, I think there was controversy there as well because some 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 books may have had verbiage saying it had to happen on the broadcast. Oh, really? it didn't happen on the broadcast. I saw some shops had to had to pay out purple and no Gatorade bath. So potentially a little controversial there. Just like uh, you know when we were talking about it, the gym props, some of these others, where it's like <laughs> who's keeping tabs of this stuff? Well, people were, people were worried about the uh, safety of Andy Reid. Uh, that was another uh, hilarious story. Line, uh, you know, the assault but, on the field. This was the. This was this. That would be his first ride. First ride. They're beating him up on the sideline. Then they're dumping Gatorade on him. This poor man's gonna get pneumonia. When did we, Bill Roger Goodell step in and stop the elder abuse of uh, of Andy Reid? Well, the takedown was the best when he took himself down on top of Chris Jones and then couldn't get up. <laughs> I, I mean, shout out to Andy Reid. I mean, again, they all they have to do. Andy Reid. Uh, that's how you know you've arrived. Andy Reid had guys to pick him up off Chris Jones. It was pretty funny. Yeah, no, I mean, shout out to him. Uh, He certainly looked like he was enjoying it. Again, the, the TV broadcast could have mitigated all of this by just simply showing the pump pass and kick video to show everyone. And he can take take care of himself. He's a large man. Uh, he's, he's been a large man for a long time. And yeah, I, I think in general, the Travis Kelsey assaulting Andy <laughs> Reid with Billy clubs on the sideline. Uh, look, it's football. He was hyped up. I get it. Football guy. Yeah, I mean... You know, watching it, maybe there was a, a there was an angle where it showed. I think he was. It's, my read of it was like Travis Kelsey got in, 
if you've ever played ball like myself, you know, hey, even with the, even with uh, coaches, I mean, I remember our high school football coach would would whack you with whatever he's got. Uh, and he was probably just it, to me, it looked like he was like getting in his face and it kind of gave him a little chest bump, not as like a way to hurt him. But I, I think Andy Reid was surprised. He was watching the game and he was like, he did one of these. Uh, I don't think he was like, cause he got hit so hard by Kelsey. He was channeling what every fan was watching when they saw Kelsey come off the field repeatedly well, for Watson and Noah gray around the red zone. And it's like, all right, I get it. Kelsey's not the best blocker, but what are we doing? I'm sure he felt the same way. He's like, coach, get me in there. Well, yeah. And, and I get it. He's to your point. And we were watching this live and, and there were some Andy Reid moments uh, with play calling with formation stuff that gets lost in the shuffle. When you win the Super Bowl, no one's going to go back and kill him in hindsight, but yo, know, watching the game at our Super Bowl party, everyone's like third and two. And I'm looking for uh, Travis Kelsey wearing those yellow shoes. Uh, where's Travis Kelsey? Cause one of the other bets we hit again, that got buried under, under Ryan's 24 to one Travis Kelsey, most receiving yards uh, that hit plus three ten here at the Circa. Uh, I, I kept looking for him to see him on the field. There were a couple third downs. He's not out on the field. Like, what are we doing? Andy Reid? even on third and two, he should be out there every play. Even if you're not drawing the playoff for him, he at least draws some coverage. He at least is a distraction to me. Anytime Travis Kelsey came off the field, you're like, what are you doing? Well, Andy Reid? And if you want to talk about a, a too cute narrative, had the chiefs not gotten the, the win at the end of the game, there would have been a lot of questions about it. Why, why were we taking Kelsey off the field? Oh yeah. He critical moments. Yeah, he would have gotten killed uh, for that. Ryan, we were we were mentioning Kyle Juszczyk. If we do have, if we're able to play the audio of Kyle Juszczyk on overtime, The uh, that's the other big story for me coming out of the game is the San Francisco 49er players. Everyone everyone loves the lather of Shanahan. Oh, he's one of the smartest coaches in the game. And yet all the 49ers players are going out of their way to say, hey, we didn't know the rules of overtime. We didn't know. Uh, it's, I, I suspect some, I saw some, uh, yeah, we can play the audio now. It's, uh, it's uh, pretty good of, uh, of them, of use check weighing in on the overtime. You know what? I didn't even realize that the, the playoff rules were different in overtime. So I, I assumed you just want the ball cause you score a touchdown and win, but I guess that's not the case. Um, so I don't really, I don't totally know the strategy there. No, no, we haven't talked about it. No. And, and this is one of those moments where as, as a, as a coach myself, uh, youth sports, uh, you can tell the acumen of a coach based on how much they go over the basics, the, the start, stop, play, the mechanics of the rules. And so to not even be aware as a professional athlete, it feel, I mean, we're, we're recreational uh, viewers of the sport and we understand the rules. Um, so yeah, I, I guess, uh, so, someone had a great tweet, um, that, uh, you know, the players finding out the playoff overtime rules, the same time as ice spice, uh, <laughs> is really funny because she was in the booth looking up, reading the playoff rules. They went over the rules. They put the rules on the jumbotron. Uh, like, what do you mean? You don't know the rules. And there was some controversy. People were, uh, accusing the broadcast team of Nance and Romo and maybe just Romo of not 
not actually knowing the rules. You go back and listen to the broadcast. He's kind of tiptoeing around what's going to happen. So, so Ryan, big debate, obviously, should they, uh, should the 49ers have deferred or sorry, should the 49ers have elected to uh, kick off there? I do think it is a big thing, whether, you know, knowing, Hey, what you have to do that second time, Kyle Shanahan in his defense, again, kind of getting lost in the shuffle here. He did say something that I thought at least made some sense. He said, um, I wanted to have the ball in case it went to a third uh, possession. So if it was like field goal, field goal, or if was, or it was no score, no score, then you immediately, I, I understand wanting to have the possession first when it becomes um, elimination. So I, I, in his defense, I don't know if it's as clear cut, although as soon as you know, the, the 49, the, the chiefs, like once they know, Hey, we have to get a touchdown to win field goal to extend the game. It, it is, it does kind of give you that little swagger. Uh, I mean, it reminded me of the Eagles, uh, bills overtime game. One of the last, uh, Eagles wins of the season, but, uh, it, it was one of those things where it's like, as soon as you know what you have to give, I think it kind of, of motivates energizes your team i do think like from a mathematical standpoint getting the ball taking the ball is correct i think the mistake was simply not playing aggressively the chiefs were like the second team is always going to play more aggressively so the idea that you're playing with three downs versus four i mean that's essentially the breakdown of the game down there in the red zone at the end I think Shanahan just had to play it more aggressively. He played in overtime to to not lose, not to win the game. And that to me was the difference regardless of who started with the ball. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, he, I should he have gone for it on that fourth down? Yeah. Yeah. I think we I, were watching it. We knew the second they kicked that <laughs> field goal, the game was over. I know. I, I kept saying uh, it was inevitable. And as someone who has had the Chiefs uh, plus one and a half, plus two, money line, money line, parlayed with 47 and a half, and the under. I, I felt so calm. I mean, I was there was a little nerves, but for the most part, I was just feeling zen knowing, hey, my money was on Patrick Mahomes. Ryan, uh, 2023 NFL season officially wrapped. We are going to turn the corner and already start looking ahead, breaking down some of the prices for the 2024 NFL Super Bowl when Follow the Money, uh, presented by us, Sports Gambling Podcast, returns here on VEASAN. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is Follow the Money on v With Omaha Steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air chilled chicken, and more. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks guarantee. And for a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash v you'll get four free air chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free rich juicy boneless pork chops with your order i love omaha steaks these things are delicious welcome back everyone to follow the money i'm sean a second the money green with my partner in picks ryan real money kramer filling in for mitch and paulie kramer how we doing i just saw on social they're uh, they're kicking it by the pool enjoying their week off so oh. uh cheers to you hopefully maybe a mai tai or something with big pieces of fruit in it that's the way i celebrate my <laughs> vacation yeah i got a little daiquiri action going uh enjoying their week off after the end of the nfl and ryan we were hitting on some of the nfl future stuff but of course we got a ton of hoops picks as well we got some college basketball we got some nfl joining us here on the line to talk a little college basketball he is the author of the everything guide to sports betting mr josh applebaum josh what's happening man What's going on, on guys? Sean, Ryan, it's great to be with you. And you know what? You and I, uh, you two and, and me, you know, we were doing uh, sports gambling podcast oh, back yes. when I was at Sports Insights like eight years <laughs> yes. ago. So look at how far we've climbed up the ladder here, guys. You're hosting Follow the Money. I'm joining you today. Uh, it's great to be with you guys. I, I was going to say, we were doing it before it was cool. <laughs> yeah, yes. Exactly. Before <laughs> look in Brooklyn now, the hipsters look down on people who like, you know, turn fashion into like something that used to be cool and now it's not. But hey, it's nice to see you guys hosting today. Well, well, thanks. And yes, Josh, uh, one of the uh, OGs as well. I mean, we started the Sports Gambling Podcast in 2011. People were like, why would you do a podcast about something illegal? Also, what is a podcast? So, uh, yeah, the fact that now we're in a network studio, uh, certainly, certainly a long ride here. Josh, before we get to the college basketball, how how uh, how does the Super Bowl treat you? 
Yeah, Sarul actually was fantastic. I mean, I went out on a limb. I kind of put my reputation out there, said I'm going with the Chiefs. I got a lot of flack for that because uh, (laughs) on the one hand, it was uh, a little nervous for me because the Chiefs were a big public play. I mean, they were getting 65% of bets. That scared me the entire time. But I want to give you guys some credit. You're big Eagles fans. Now, in a way, you guys helped me win yesterday because last year I took the Eagles uh, in the Super Bowl. I was feeling good until the bitter end. I don't mean to give you guys any PTSD here as as Eagles (laughs) fans. But when I lost that bet, I said, you know what? I'm making a vow moving forward that I will never, ever bet against Patrick Mahomes as a dog again. Obviously, he's now 11 and one ATS, but it's also not just the Patrick Mahomes dog angle, but you've seen a lot of great data in terms of playoff dogs. They finished the postseason nine and four against the spread. Uh, also, uh, Super Bowl dogs. They're now 14 and seven ATS the last 21 years. And Billy Walters, the goat, he put out a, an interview with a Superbook a few days before the Super Bowl. And he was saying, I make this I make this game two and a quarter toward I can't do a, a Louisville <laughs> accent, but uh, two and a quarter to. Uh, to, to Kansas City. So he was mentioning the quarterback advantage, the coaching advantage, the kicking advantage. Uh, so I felt a little bit better that I was with uh, obviously uh, the GOAT there. But yeah, it was great to see uh, an epic comeback there. Really one of the most exciting games I can remember, guys. And I, I saw Tom Brady in the flesh my whole life as a Pats fan. This is a new Tom Brady. I didn't bet against Brady. I'm not betting against Mahomes. Yeah, no, Mahomes is a dog. Sometimes, you know, we spend hours and hours thinking about it, breaking it down. But then you're Patrick <laughs> Mahomes and you're getting extra points. It never made sense to me. I wrote him as a dog. And uh, yeah, no, shout out to uh, Chiefs and Dogs backers. Uh, kicking it over to college basketball. Uh, what do you like on the card here? I see uh, one of your plays, Iowa State versus Cincinnati. Right now, Iowa State catching a one and a half versus the Bearcats in Cincinnati. What do you like here, Josh? Yeah, Sean, I got three money lines for you. This is the first one. I'm going to go with Cincinnati. I really, I really like this play in this spot for Cincinnati tonight. Let's just take a step back guys and say, Hey, why is Cincinnati favored? Cincinnati is unranked. Iowa state is 18 and five. They're ranked 10th in the country. So this is one of my all time favorite system matches, the unranked home favorite versus the ranked opponent. Anytime it's fishy and makes no sense. That's the side that I want to be on. This is a spot that last night cashed uh, in terms of uh, the play. Who was it? Uh, it was Kansas uh, at, uh, at Texas tech, Texas tech. Yeah, they were the unranked team. You saw Kansas as the public play at the line kept going toward Texas Tech. So this game open guys are on a pick them a very you know short, maybe minus one toward Iowa State uh, or toward um, toward Cincinnati. Cincinnati's now gotten up to minus one and a half. So not only do we open as such a short number with a small favoritism toward uh, toward Cincinnati, but now the line's moving further toward Cincinnati. I love this angle. It's a big public play here toward Iowa State. They're getting 70 percent of bets. Again, public saying, hey, ranked team all day, quote unquote, the wrong team is favored. Yet the line is going toward Cincinnati. And also, guys, you'll get home road Cincinnati. They're 12 and three at home. Iowa State ranked team. They've had a good year, but they're only three and three on the road. And in particular, uh, it's a bit of a buy low, sell high. Iowa State five and one their last six. Cincinnati has lost two of their last three, but they hung tough against uh, Houston uh, in that game. Only lost by five. But also, guys, I look at home court in terms of your specific conference. Big 12 home favorites in conference play. Two teams from the Big 12 play each other, guys. It's 42 and 13 straight up 76 percent. So I'm going to take this contrarian play. It reminds me a lot of Texas Tech last night. Just again, from the very standpoint of it's fishy. Why is Cincinnati favored if Iowa State's the ranked team and quote unquote the better team? 
I've learned to take that fishy side over time. Give me Cincinnati on the money line around minus 120. Yeah, certainly convergence for us. Dummy handicap, but like you mentioned, big 12 teams at home, easy. And Iowa, and frankly, Iowa State away from Ames. Yeah, now, you <laughs> always want to fade Iowa State on the road. Cincinnati is a tough out, especially at home, especially with that defense. Yeah, no, I'm with you, Josh. Uh, I like the Bearcats as well. This is a good spot for them. And you mentioned that trend of the, you know, the uh, unranked versus the ranked. The, the controversy here is if they win the game, will they storm the court? We've been having this debate on the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast. Are you allowed to storm the court as a favorite? Uh, if you're taking down the ranked opponent, uh, maybe it's a conference play, but you're favored by one and a half. It's a new time, Sean. Yeah, it's a new it time. Is. It it's is. true. Kids want the TikTok. I think you can storm the court. Yeah, okay. because all the kids in the stands, all these freshmen, do they understand betting? Do they know that they're a favorite? No, they just see, hey, we've got a big team that's ranked on the other side. So yeah, storm the court. I would love to see that. And I will not be the guy on Twitter, get off my lawn saying, you were actually a favorite. You can't see, storm that, the court. That no, is, you, storm you, that you court. You don't need to be that guy, Josh, because I'll be that guy. Yeah. You were what, minus 120 on the money line. You're storming the court. Back in my day, you had to be at least a three-point dog. We need to just I the sto- I love storming the court, but let's keep it let's keep it a little hey, special. It needs to mean something. Uh, another <laughs> game you like here, uh, Josh, St. John's at the Providence Friars. Right now, Providence Lane, minus one and a half over on DK, minus 120 on the money line. Uh, what do you got for the folks here? Yeah, I'm going Friars in this one, guys. Give me yeah. Providence. You know, we saw this game open very short, like minus one toward Providence at home. Now we're up to around minus one and a half. So the early move, especially in college hoops, like the overnight move, I really kind of look toward that. It doesn't mean that every early move is going to win, but it just tells me, hey, as soon as this line dropped, what did the pros have? Did they see an edge here one way or the other? And the fact that they, you know, hit Providence caused this half point move in their favor. That's notable to me. Now you'll get some of the percentages here, 70% of bets, but almost 90% of the money is on Providence. Providence here tonight. And again, 70% typically that is public, but again, is the public really betting this game at six, 7 AM? I would venture to say a lot of the wise guys are kind of taking up that percentage there. Now, Ken Palm does have Providence winning by one point. So I like to money line short favorites in the, in this spot, guys, like, you know, would you want to lay a minus minus one twenty? I think you should, because if you look at the minus one and a half, yeah, you're going to save 10 cents of juice, but odds makers are saying it's going to be a tight game. I would hate to lay a one and a half, have Providence win by one and lose my bet. So money line here in favor of Providence. And also, guys, I don't know if you guys know this. It's no longer the Dunkin' Donuts Center. Now it's called the Providence Civic Center. Oh. But in New England, it'll, it'll always be the Dunk Center here. And the Dunk Center, believe it or not, you know, we talk about like the Cameron Crazies, Fog Allen. The Dunkin' Donuts Center is one of the best home oh, court advantages yes. in college basketball, guys. It, the Providence Friars at home over the last three seasons are 43 and five straight up. So get your Dunkin' Donuts coffee, get a, get, get a donut or something, get ready for tonight. <laughs> I'm going with Providence here and also Big East home favorites in conference play 38 and 10 straight up 79%. Give me Providence here tonight. If yeah. you haven't seen the the images from the game against UConn uh, a, a couple of weeks ago, just unbelievable crowd outside the dunk. Uh, as we know, Sean, cousin Mush, a Providence season ticket yes. holder. I'm sure he'll be at the dunk for this one. But yeah, I, I don't think you can... For me to fade Providence at the dunk, I would need a reason. And St. John's has not been that team on the they, road. They've this been year. cold, especially as of late, two and six. So uh yeah, I'm with you. Uh let's take the Friars at the dunk. Uh, another one you like here, New Mexico. The Lobos head to Reno, Nevada right now. Lobos catching three and a half points. Uh what do you got here, Josh? 
Yeah, put on a pot of coffee. This is a late one here. I'm back in the East Coast. You guys are so lucky. Every time I love going to Vegas, like all the games start, you know, like 11 a.m., 4 p.m. So I'm a little jealous. I'll be staying up late here. But uh, 11 o'clock, give me Nevada. Love the Wolfpack in this spot. You know, both teams have been great. They're both 19 and 5. New Mexico has been ranked, you know, for different portions of the season here. And the public is kind of confused. They're saying, hey, two good teams. Might as well take the dog here, right? Take uh, New Mexico plus two and a half. But the line's going to Nevada, guys. Nevada opened as low as a, you know, pick them minus one, one and a half. Now they're up to minus two and a half. Pretty good bet split. Low bets, higher dollars in favor of Nevada. Nevada, another good home court here. They're 12 and one at home this season. Also, you not just the overnight move toward Nevada, but kind of a fishy revenge game. Uh, if you look at the last time these teams played, New Mexico blew them out 89 to 55. I like Nevada to bounce back tonight. Good, sharp line move. Let's go Wolfpack on the money line. Love late night Mountain West. It's my yes. favorite thing coming out here. Like you said, that 8 p.m. tip time is beautiful. My favorite thing is uh, Josh. Josh, thank you for calling in. Uh, give Josh a follow on X at Josh underscore insights. We're talking more hoops. This time, the association with CJ Sullivan when Follow the Money returns here on Visa. This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit five bucks and get a no sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. If your first bet loses, download the app and use promo code VEASAN when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Welcome back, everyone, to Follow the Money. I'm Sean at Second the Money Green. With my partner in picks, Ryan Real Money Kramer, Sports Gambling Podcast, filling in for Mitch and Pauly. Kramer, how are we doing? We're so serious. Being so serious. That's what we're doing. We're here being sharps. Yes. Handicapping games, giving out winners. Yes. Shout out to all the new fans. Uh, hit us up at Gambling Podcast. I know we're not Mitch and Pauly, but yeah, give us a chance. I think you're going to have fun. Speaking of fun, this guy, always enjoy having him on the show. You know him from the Bottom Line Bombs Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Mr. C.J. Sullivan. C.J., how are we doing? Good fellas. Great to see Sean and that guy Kramer. Yes. Here on the show. I hit up uh, I, I hit up CJ. I say, hey, I know it's a little early, fellow West Coaster. Can you call in at 545? He said, sure thing. No worries. I got a paper route uh, already. Yeah. So you you got you, a paper you got route. The- <laughs> I, yeah. I got a I got a paper route and a church donation I went to earlier <laughs> this morning. I do have to warn you, there are no props before sunrise. That is a rule I go by though. Yes, oh, wow. no, no props uh, before sunrise. Uh, t- I thought it'd be fun to have CJ on talk a little, uh, little NBA, a little association. I mean, crazy ending uh, in that Knicks Rockets game uh, with that basically a horrible call. And then there were, the ref even admitted that he made the bad call. Rare do you see that in the NBA where the official is like, hey, my bad. Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. And then once the re- replay happens, all that, like, I mean, it was a crime. What happened to the Knicks? Not that I care about the Knicks, but that was an absolute crime. But like, <laughs> once I went to the replay and the challenge, I still don't know what the challenge rule kind of is. Yeah. NBA, but I, but I was positive 
that Thibodeau did not have a challenge left. Whatever it was, I was like, there's no way he's he like knows Andy Reid. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, there's no way he knows the system either. <laughs> and, it's, <laughs> and it's just hilarious. We're like, yeah, no, nah, that wasn't a foul, but we, we can't change that. But we can say there was 0.3 seconds left. We can't say that. Ever. Is there anything more annoying in uh, it, with the NBA, with the NFL, where it's like, all right, we have clear video evidence that the play right. was wrong, but actually we're not allowed to look at that part of the play. It's like, <laughs> then why do we have this system? Right. If you can't, it's like, bl- at least blur it out. Like, put some pixelation over the screen if we're not allowed to discuss that part of the pr- play. Yeah, too much That's transparency, right? Yeah. Sometimes you don't need all the transparency. A little bit less transparency keeps people on uh, off edge. Uh, can't offend the re- can't offend the refs. Well, we can't can't change that because that'll offend their call. But yes. we can just do it. But we can alter time. Don't want to be don't want to be mean to the refs. Uh, uh, CJ NBA yeah. tonight. What is uh what is jumping at you as far as a couple plays? What do you like? Couple plays. Here's one I normally would not play, and that's the Bucks laying eight to Miami. Hmm. Um, normally I would uh, fade Milwaukee here because they the market reacted right back to them. Uh, playing great as they uh, crushed Denver last night. But this is more of a fate of Miami Heat. The Miami Heat are limping into the all-star break. They need to get there. Tonight, they're going to be without Jimmy Butler, no Rozier, no Josh Richardson. Duncan Robinson might not play. Butler's out for personal reasons, which is much more terrifying than an injury. Um, <laughs> yes, who knows, who knows uh, <laughs> right. what's going on there? <laughs> I know. So he's going you know, to come back with a vengeance. But also, and then he got last year's revenge as well, too, with the playoff exit when Giannis said there's no such thing is failure just lessons and we're like <laughs> yeah that's things we tell kids but we don't actually believe that Yadis. yeah tell there my is. tell my tell my bucks to win the east ticket there's no such thing as failure <laughs> like what are we talking about Yadis? i i told my bookie that there's no such thing as failure i want to i want to learn we both learn learned a lesson here don't <laughs> extend me a line of credit so i also think um Milwaukee knows they need to string some things together and with, especially with Doc Rivers. He's just, he's just trying to get the right assignments. Now I can't wait to fade Doc in the playoffs, but now I think, I think they'll roll tonight and uh, just get beat up a limping heat. Yeah, no, it's weird. The heat, um, they're, they're such a tough regular season team to handicap because, mm-hmm. you know, they, they realize, Hey, we can just kind of flip the switch in the playoffs. Uh, but normally you'd be able to rely on them showing up against other good teams in the Eastern conference as dogs, but they haven't even been able to do that this year. Uh, they've been kind of disaster. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think I'm with you on the bucks here. It's certainly a confidence win uh, against the nuggets. They're staying at home. So you like the bucks laying minus eight there. What, what else? Uh, what else do you like on the card here? Now there's a couple. There's a couple gross ones out there that I like, and uh, one is uh, Detroit Pistons. Ooh. They are on fire. They're getting. I think it was eleven and a half. When I got it last night at uh, at the L.A. Lake Show. Now the it's down to eleven. I like that, but um. The Lakers are coming off that Super Bowl hangover. We saw the Clippers last night with it. LeBron was at the Super Bowl. Now the Pistons have been in L.A. They played Super Bowl Sunday. They, they, they played the Clippers pretty tough. They almost won that outright. But they've covered six of the last seven games, these Pistons. So a lot of teams, like, you like then the lines get inflated once they traded their own good players with Bovanovich and uh, Barnes. But these guys are playing for their jobs. They got real problems out there. You know, <laughs> they, they got, you know, they got big mild problems. They got job problems. You know, they're, they're working on 10 day after 10 days. I like the way they're, I like, I like the way they're, they're, they've been playing. And like, they've been, they've been covering easily. They, I mean, they had a couple outright wins. They beat yeah. Thunder a couple of weeks a week ago. 
Uh, then a pretty injury free. No, no Isaiah Stewart, which is a good thing. So you don't want to scare LeBron. You don't want to get him all riled up because <laughs> he gets uh, worked up. But I think this is a, lo- this is a lofty number for a Pistons team. That's been pretty competitive. Any chance, uh, any chance we even sprinkle on the Pistons money line? Cause I like oh. your angle here of, uh, of taking the Pistons and the points plus 400 on the money line for a Lakers team that not afraid to lay down, not afraid to, <laughs> to blow a meaningless regular season game. You know, uh, to your point, LeBron probably still feeling those red wines from the Super Bowl. I, I think, I think the Pistons might be a live dog. Kramer. Absolutely. Oh, it, it's contrarian play one on one, right? Uh, you just, I, so my, my take in general, when it comes to the NBA, a little bit more of a TMZ guy, but, uh, when you see LeBron and any sort of, and I also saw some, some, some Davis, uh, stuff where it's, it, are they interested? Like you yeah. said, the hangover is real. I think the NBA hangover is more real than, than, uh, than, uh, than most when it comes to party weekends. And then you have a party weekend coming up. And so you have a real sandwich spot for the NBA here. You go Super Bowl to All-Star well, Weekend. Well, and Valentine's Day. You know those guys are true romantics. And Taco oh, they're Tuesday. They're going to be out there. And Taco Tuesday. This is a tough week for LeBron. We got the Super Bowl, Taco Tuesday, wow. Valentine's Day, and a look ahead to the All-Star break. There's no I way he's think, taking this game seriously. And as someone who's watched the Super Bowl in L.A., there's not a lot of crazy parties the Pistons could get into. It was probably right. Cade Cunningham having a couple Bud Lights at a Marriott. Like, I don't think they were going nuts for the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, where are they going? David Buster's on Hollywood Boulevard? For <laughs> yeah, the, where uh, where are they going screen? crazy for the Super Bowl? <laughs> but I like that angle, Kramer. The look-ahead party, too. Yeah. The, the party sandwich. And then is this a part a look-ahead party spot? <laughs> the NBA, the social scene more matters more than oh, uh, most it's, leagues. It's and part so, of it. You know, you're organizing your, your soiree for the big event. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, All-Star Weekend. We, we always hear about the Super Bowl parties, and then everyone in the NBA starts say that the NBA All-Star Weekend is just like that, but for NBA. So imagine that. Imagine just two hard party weekends in a row. I can't uh, how, how, do these, how do these athletes do it? I'm predicting IVs. CJ, <laughs> <laughs> CJ what's another uh, play you like in the association? Uh, well, another gross one. This line wasn't even out yet, but I saw a look ahead of eight and a half uh, because Minnesota was doing what they were doing last night, and that was uh, running the Clippers out of the building. Uh, they go up to Portland tonight. Um, and I'm going to fade Minnesota because that was a big game. That was for the division first place. They got a back to back to go up to Portland and Portland's another team has been playing tough recently. So eight and a half at home, um, their team that's not looking ahead to the all-star week. This is their all-star week. They're going nowhere. They're not sending anyone to Indianapolis. <laughs> and they're fine with that. So they're going to be back. So back to back on a, I, I think this is a spot where I'll take the points in the Minnesota, Minnesota in a, a complete, complete letdown spot. And um, even though they are, Absolutely one of the great teams you want to oh, uh, tail this season. They're surprising everyone. I, I don't think they're mature enough for this, but I mean, Portland's bad. I don't think they're this bad. Yeah, no, I, 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 I think Portland as a home dog is the only time I'm looking to back them. And mm-hmm. tough spot here for the T-Wolves, big win. Then you fly up to Portland, the back-to-back with the travel in there. Eight and a half. You're right. It probably is. It's probably getting a hair high. Kramer, how's it you? Well, I'm, yeah, you look at the bets. I mean, 59% of the bets, but 75% of the action, according to VEASAN.com, uh, tells you everything you need. I mean, we were just talking to Josh. 
follow the money, right? Yes, we're on, exactly. We're on a show we are on follow, follow the, the money. money. Following the money. It seems like Trailblazers are the play here as a home dog. Yeah, plus eight and a half in Portland feels like a good spot. And to, to me, I'm with you, CJ. It's more about the fade in the T-Wolves here on the road in the back-to-back right. spot with the travel. Uh, CJ, appreciate you calling in. Go get back out there. Throw, get rid of, uh, make sure you get all the papers uh, delivered. Next, next week is catalog week. That's a killer on the back. And then you got, and then you got collection week. You got to shake people down for their money uh, for your paper route. Make sure you follow CJ Sullivan on X at CJ Sullivan underscore and check him out on the bottom line bombs podcast on the sports gambling podcast network. Hour three, when we return here on follow the money with real men of DGENs. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Start your morning with a daily dose of winning strategies, insider tips, and the latest buzz with the free VEASAN Daily Newsletter written by the great Bill 80. Of course, uh, hitting on uh, Nevada's record handle for sports gambling. I mean, it makes sense. Everyone in here uh, in Vegas for the big game. Get expert analysis and the latest odds delivered straight to your inbox absolutely free 
Visit VEASAN.com slash newsletter to subscribe. Welcome back, everyone, to Follow the Money. I'm Sean Sack of the Money Green with my partner in picks, Ryan Real Money Kramer, Sports Game on Podcast, filling in for Mitch and Pauly. Kramer, how are we feeling? Uh, again, did we, uh, we're looking to build out the portfolio. Going to talk some more college basketball here. Oh, yes. got, got a, it's, a, it's a limited slate this Tuesday, but it's got some, some bangers. Yes, uh, limited, but uh, this gentleman not limited with his knowledge when it comes to college basketball. Joining us on the line, the host of the College Basketball Experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Mr. Colby Dant. What's happening, Colby? Good morning, gentlemen, and uh, great college basketball slate in front of us. Yes. Don't, I didn't mean to insult you, Colby. I'm sorry. Just because maybe some smaller teams are playing each other, don't insult Colby. That's, I mean, a bad college basketball slate for Colby is like some popular teams playing each other in big situations. That's not what Colby uh, likes. Colby, you were 8-1 and one yesterday, right? Eight and one yesterday had a fire day, but uh, you know I had a shaky Super Bowl Sunday on the on the on the hardwood. But luckily the Chiefs the Chiefs uh, came through for me and the under. So uh, yes, yeah, under under never a doubt in that Super Bowl. Uh, all right, you got a big group of games here. Let's kick it off first up. Marquette at Butler. What do we like in this matchup? Uh, this is a rematch. Uh, you know, Butler Butler took them down in Milwaukee. Uh, and to me, Marquette's been red hot ever since then. But I think Butler is just a different team at home. The fact you're getting points, uh, Bad Mod and company are 11 and two at Hinkle Fieldhouse. Meanwhile, you look at Marquette five and three on the road. And even with those wins, some of those wins that they've had have been a one point win against St. John's. Uh, the others were Georgetown, DePaul. Yes, they got Illinois early in the year. But uh, no, I, I think it's too many points right now. I think Butler's going to get it done. I think at least they stay in this game. But I think Butler's live to win this thing. Butler's playing a lot better in the second year with Dad Mata. So I'm going to go with Butler. They're the better rebounding team. They're the better three-point shooting team. I think, and Hinkle Fieldhouse is Hinkle Fieldhouse for a reason. Give me the Bulldogs to take down uh, Shaka Smart and company. Dad Mata's still auditioning for the Ohio State job. So I, they, they haven't informed <laughs> him that they're going to be hiring him yet. I, I do. I, I love Butler, too. The last couple of games I've caught a Butler, they look like they're shaping up and you know it feels like a theme we've been discussing here on the show but just that that home dog and, and you know not to call back to josh but another kind of contrarian angle 27 percent of the bets but almost half the handle so looking like butler is the sharp side here yeah butler catching four at home plus 154 on the money line yeah, I mean Marquette as a road favorite in this situation spot. Yeah, I'm. I, it's tough to uh, it's tough to fade Butler as a home dog. I think you nailed it, Colby. And Butler also, everyone likes to make fun of me as a as a as a square, but seventy eight point six percent from the line. Butler hits their free throws. I'm telling you, when you're betting college basketball, especially those one and ones towards the end of the game, if you have a team shooting what is it, oh, a six point one percent better, like why would you not do? that it really especially if you're betting the points like it makes a difference uh people think i'm crazy for love and free throw percentage it's a simple uh it's a simple system but sometimes simple systems come through uh next up colby i see you got iowa state at cincinnati we had josh on earlier breaking this game down he liked the cincinnati bearcats uh laying the short number here do you agree or do you like iowa state no, I love the Cincinnati Bearcats. Iowa State is playing better on the road this year, but still, 
This is a team that they've won two straight. And one of those was at Texas Cincinnati just played Houston in a very close game and lost. And Cincinnati's really been a surprise as they entered the big 12. I think a lot of people thought that they would be, you know, uh, kind of at the, at the bottom of the conference. Uh, I know they are 11th in the big 12 right now, but the, remember the big 12 has more than 12 teams. So uh, they've been playing a lot better than what people think um, coming into the year. And you look at it, they're 10th in the nation in rebounding. Uh, I think that's a huge advantage, particularly in this game, because both teams, you know, play elite defense. So getting those rebounds are huge. And come on, a top 10 team going into fifth, third arena, Cincinnati coming off that close loss to, to Houston. I think the Bearcats get it done against Iowa state. I still, I, even with Otzelberger doing a great job winning more games on the road this year. I still am reluctant to take him because the offense seems to die on the road historically for him uh, at Iowa state. So I think Cincinnati's due. I think they've been waiting for this one. Uh, and I think they, uh, they stormed the court there in uh, at fifth, third arena. <laughs> we did. Have- we, we did already have a, a court storming debate on this uh, very game. Uh, Coley. Uh, yeah. Sure. You're one and a half point favorites. Why wouldn't you storm do, the court? Do we have a bear? I think we have a bear cat in the studio here. This is, I mean, this is good. Ten, the Kramer cat. This is this is following the, the, the screenplay of, <laughs> of college athletics, folks. Classic. If they're a top ten team, you storm. Uh this this <laughs> next game would, in my mind, completely justify a storm, and that is uh North Carolina heads to Syracuse. Syracuse a plus eight home dog, plus two eighty five on the money line. Colby, you always put these Syracuse games on. You know I'm a sucker for the Syracuse Orange men. How can you how can you take UNC as a road favorite in Syracuse? Or is that what you're doing? Are you going to break my heart and take UNC here? No, but uh, look, I bet Syracuse in Chapel Hill getting 13 and they only lost by 46. So, uh, <laughs> no, you know, it's a revenge game. Yeah, yeah, that's that's basically my handicap is look, uh, Syracuse is 11 and two at home. And one of those two losses just happened to Clemson and Carolina six and one on the road. They have a test with uh, Virginia coming up soon. Uh, a little bit of a look ahead spot. And I also think Syracuse's coach Adrian Autry needs it. You know, the defense has been playing OK, but it's really been the offensive side of the ball for Syracuse that just looks so stagnant. I think they could stay. You saw it with the Miami game. Carolina kind of kind of was playing with their food a little bit. That's another thing. It's the second end of a back-to-back away with Carolina. I think the Q's can stay in this one just enough. Give me the orange men plus eight, but Carolina's probably going to win the game still. I don't know about a money line play here, uh, stacking the money. Yeah, no, I, I I'm with you. I think this is a tough task for Syracuse. Maybe that if the, if the offense gets hot, maybe, but at plus 300, I don't even know if I'm tempted by that price. I do like them with the eight Kramer. What are you doing? Their here? only taking- win in the past couple of weeks is against the, this Louis, sorry, Louisville. Uh, this, you guys are crazy. Kramer, Kramer you taking some are, chalk. I love favorites in college basketball <laughs> generally, but you guys are crazy. You're doing it again to yourself with Q's. Oh, and, and by and the way, geez. Sean, State they won at home. Again, not, not Miami, a very good team. Boston College, Pittsburgh. We're going to get some negative comments, too. They're no longer the orange men. They're just the orange, Sean. Oh, okay. Oh, did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> no, not you, Colby. That was a Sean mistake. Yes. Oh. So apologies uh, for dropping the M-bomb. Uh, yeah, Ryan, uh, <laughs> I, I plus eight. Uh, come on. Eight points? Road favorites? Lay it. I'm laying it. North Carolina, North Carolina is legit. I, they, they got over the Hubert hump. And, Ryan, uh, back. real chalk Kramer over here. I'm with you, Colby. Fellow sharps like you and me. 
We like the Syracuse Orange catching eight points. Uh, let's skip ahead here and go to Colorado State at San Diego State. Uh, we, of course, are big fans in general of the San Diego State Aztecs. I've been riding them for a number of years. You know, Colorado State, I feel like a pretty good program so far this season, but they're a tough out at home on the road. A little different story here. San Diego State lane six at home. Colorado State plus 200 on the money line coming back. What do you like here, Colby? I mean, I I, I love the Aztecs here. Yeah. Uh, Colorado State is a very good team. Isaiah Stevens, one of the best players in college basketball, but they, they've had their struggles on the road, you know, and, and, you add in the fact that San Diego state just went to Reno lost in overtime. Uh, San Diego state has been, uh, you know, 11 and 0 at home in it's in San Diego this year. So I think that's, that's a big difference. Colorado state, just three and four on the road. Colorado state also just beat them. It's a revenge spot. They beat them by eight in Fort Collins on January, uh, January 30th, I believe. Uh, and San Diego state is a top 100 offensively and defensively team in, in, in offensive rating and defensive rating. Uh, I think they're going to muck this game up. I think they're going to, they're going to, you know, really challenge Isaiah Stevens and without him being able to perform at his best, I think uh, they can really take advantage of that. You know, San Diego state, they like to play that style of game with, with Lede, Lamont Butler, D- Darian Trammell, where they just bring you into almost like the spider web and m- make you shoot terrible shots that you're not accustomed to and earn every bucket that you get. And I think San Diego state just coming off that loss. And here's another thing. San Diego state loses this game. It's going to be hard for them to win the, uh, the regular season title. So, so I think they know that they want that one seed in that mountain West tournament. That's looking, you know, like a very good tournament this year. So I think the Aztecs handle business there against the Rams. They drag them to the deep water. Yeah, this this is a uh, th- they've not lost at home either. Worth noting. And to me, this feels a little bit like the Utah State game from a couple days ago. A little bit of a step up in class for Colorado State. Yeah, Revenge. Colorado State one and four on the road. Good spot to fade them. Well, uh, we're not fading. We're in full gear here. We got more college basketball picks with Colby Dan from the College Basketball Experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. When Follow the Money returns here on Visa. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit $5 and get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet loses. Download the app and use promo code VEASAN when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Welcome back, everyone, to Follow the Money. I'm Sean, a second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan Real Money Kramer, Sports Game on Podcast, filling in for Mitch and Pauly. Kramer, uh, third segment here, final hour. How does it feel like getting up at 3.15 a.m.? It, felt, it feels good. And I, you, you mentioned Follow the Money, and it reminded me, we didn't even discuss this, how the sports book ran out of money last night yes. when paying us out. So I had to get chips <laughs> and then follow the money down to the, the cashier. Yes, we were, uh, yeah, Ryan... Uh, the 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 joy on Ryan's face when the guy goes, sorry, I don't have any more hundreds left. Is it okay if I give you chips? Ryan's like, oh yeah, it's all right. And the guy goes, oh, and you can tell him you broke the bank here at Circus Sports. And then Ryan's like, hell yeah. Well, you weren't with me. It was actually a disaster when I went to the cage. They're like, where'd you get these chips? I'm like, I got it from the sports book upstairs. They ran out of money. And they're like, they ran out of money. <laughs> oh no. All of a sudden you're going to unravel uh, <laughs> some sort of uh, inside operation, Kramer. 
firm. Uh, well, we got our own inside operation here. We brought our inside man, a college basketball expert. You know him from the college basketball experience, daily college basketball picks pods uh, on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Mr. Colby Dant, a.k.a. the Dantabase. Uh, Colby, let's pick up where we left off. It seemed like everyone liked taking the Aztecs against uh, Colorado State, laying the six. Next up, we got Oklahoma at Baylor uh, right now. I'm seeing over on DK Baylor laying six and a half uh, Oklahoma, a plus two forty money line dog coming back the other way. What do you like here in this big 12 matchup? I'm all over Baylor here. Just the fact that uh, they're 12 and one at home this year. And, uh, you know, Oklahoma's two and three on the road. And Oklahoma's kind of like a worse version of Iowa State in a way. They they struggle to really score on the road. Uh, Scott Drew and company, for, you know, coming off the uh, the Kansas loss. So you'd like them to get back in the mix. I think they think that they can win this Big 12. We're at a pivotal point in the season where every game is so important. Uh, Baylor, Baylor's got the fifth rated offense in America. And they're a top 50 offensive rebounding team. That's another thing I like, especially when you tell me that another team you know, Porter Moser and Oklahoma play great defense, but if you're telling me that Oklahoma who struggles to score comes into a game and wants to make it a kind of a rock fight. If you tell me I have a top 50 offensive rebounding team, I love taking the, the uh, you know, the home team and the team that's going to be able to rebound better. They also shoot the, the three ball fourth best in America. I think Baylor is going to, uh, is going to take care of business. I, I think they win by double digits against Oklahoma. Yeah, one of their their only home loss of the year was that crazy three overtime thriller where we watched them make every mistake conceivable <laughs> against TCU. Uh, of course, we were on Baylor on that one. That was that was so insane because you kept going just win the freaking game and and they just kept extending it and still blew it in the triple overtime. That was such a bad beat. Another you know this also falls into the Big Twelve home situation and I think you know you look at two teams like Oklahoma has had some struggles on the road. Baylor's been pretty dominant at home. Feels a pretty easy handicap. Yeah, and when in doubt, take the Big 12 team at home. I mean, Josh had that great stat about how dominant Big 12 teams have been straight up and ATS uh, so far this season. It, it It's weird. In, in a season where I feel like the road teams have been live, where there's been a lot of parity, there's been a lot of upsets, there's been a lot of justifiable uh, court stormings and unjustified, uh, the Big 12 has been the outlier when it comes to the favorites at home. It, it's chalky, but it definitely seems the way to go in the Big 12. Yeah, right, if, if Porter Moser can only call back Sister Jean, maybe uh. he can start getting some of those road dubs. <laughs> Uh, all right. Next up on the list of games, Colby wants to break down Ole Miss at Kentucky talking a little SEC action right now. Kentucky big favorite lane eight at home. Uh, Ole Miss plus three ten on the money line coming back the other way. How say you Colby? I mean, first off, Kentucky has lost three straight games at Rupp arena. All right. Yes. What's that, happened? That hasn't happened since. That hasn't happened since 1966. So, uh, I this is one where I recommend you take your 401k plan and oh, you no. put it on Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> you put it on. You put it on the Wildcats. Uh, look, I'm laying the eight all day. Here. Wow. Uh, hey, I know Chris Beard's done a great job with Ole Miss. You know they're they're 18 and five for a reason, but they have had their struggles on the road. Uh, you know, you you look at what they've done. They're just three and four on the road and. They've gotten beat down in some of those some of those road outings. I think this is one where it's just a bad spot. I, I like this Ole Miss team, but there is no way they lose a fourth game. Now I know you could say, well, they can cover. 
I just think Kentucky is due to destroy someone. And then the fact that Ole Miss, like I said, go look at their road wins. You know, they, they clipped a and M, but a and M is plays a style of ball like them. Uh, this is, this will be the one where I feel like just Kentucky's just going all gas, no breaks. I'm laying the eight here. Kentucky is due. And uh, Calipari, you lose this one. Uh, you might want to be uh, putting your house on the market. Uh, yeah, you look at some of their losses, too. They're, they get a little lazy around the three-point line. So certainly Kentucky can get hot, stretch it out, <clears throat> excuse me, and and lay the big number. Sean, you know I'm a big fan of chalk when it yes. comes to college basketball. Uh, and again, like this this Chris Beer, this team has really not shown up for some tough road matches. Colby pointed it out. This is a... Either that or Kentucky's going to be too tight, and uh, some people are going to be without their four hundred one ks. But I, I'm with Colby's going to Colby's going to cause like a stock market crash with everyone withdrawing their four hundred one ks. He's going to he's going to upset the market. Ten percent penalty, no big deal. <laughs> no, no big deal. Colby told me it was a lead pipe. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, it, it certainly, I would go Kentucky, but I don't quite feel as strongly as Colby. I'm a little worried just about Kentucky in general. I mean, the loss to Gonzaga, lost to Tennessee, lost to Florida all at home. I know they're due to straighten it out and, and, and write the ship here, but you look at quality wins as of late and there aren't a ton. Um, I, I, I think they do bounce back, but certainly not my favorite play on the card for tonight. Cause I, I, I can see Mississippi backdoor in this thing. Uh, and the eight feels a hair high to me, but I'll, I'll, I'll trust the expert one. I'll trust my financial advisor. <laughs> you know how they do, uh, they do warnings sometimes when they're doing stock stuff saying like, this is not investment advice. To be clear, this segment is definitely investment advice. Yeah, it's our fiduciary <laughs> responsibility. Our fiduciary responsibility is to remind you that Colby. See, now I got it. I wasn't going to bet on Kentucky, but now that we're, <laughs> we're talking so much about this game, I'm going to have to just because if it hits, Colby won't let me hear the end of it. That's half my picks, honestly. Like Kramer was hyping up that use check bet so much, and I thought to myself, you know what? If this use check first reception hits, Kramer is never going to shut the hell up about it. I like. Also like the handicap, so I also have to get down on. Now I didn't get down for the same size uh, that Kramer did, but part of it was like, hey, if I'm gonna have to listen to Kramer tout about this for the next uh, decade or so, I'm gonna want to at least have a taste myself. Oh, lifetime! I'm never, yeah, I'm know. never stopping. <laughs> I know there's never gonna be an end to get to uh, Kramer bragging about his college. Yeah, so so far, every new person I've met here has said, "Nice, nice job, uh, yeah, a boy. Nice job on well, the bet." And, and uh, Mike Palm revealed. Uh, you know, a guy who works for the circuit book and VEASAN as well. Uh, they asked him like, what was the most popular bet? They said the player that they wrote the most tickets for Super Bowl props was Kyle Juszczyk. So uh, maybe Kramer uh, market mover uh, over here. Oh, it's Kristen. Not, not uh, Kyle. Oh, Kristen. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the, 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 uh, the jacket weaver uh, UCF at BYU. Colby, I mean, right now I'm looking BYU is lane 11 and a half. I know we always like to take BYU at home, sneaky elevation spot there in Provo, Central Florida, uh, probably in over their head here, but 11 and a half is a massive number. Do you think BYU, I'm guessing you think BYU gets a win. Do they get the cover? Knights uh, plus 470 on the money line coming back the other way. 
I think they do get the cover. I know you, you if you watch the Kansas State at BYU game, that was uh, BYU's last game there. Uh, they were beating them by like 15, I feel like, the whole game. And uh, in the final minute or two, they brought in the, the backups and uh, K-State was able to steal a cover. I think BYU, though, uh, you know, is going to just when they go, when you go into Provo, that is one of the most lit environments in all college basketball. UCF is, is a horrible road team this year. They're one in five on the road. Uh, meanwhile, Mark Pope has got BYU rolling. I think they're way ahead of schedule. They're ranked 12th in the, in the nation in offensive rating. Uh, meanwhile, uh, you know, UCF's 259th in offense. That doesn't travel well on the road. Give me the Cougs minus the points. From the bounce house wow. to the super soaker. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, BYU, yeah, at home, you just always got to go. I mean, the Utah home teams in college sports in general, to me, are an auto play. So BYU, lay the number. Crazy long road trip, too. The Big 12 has gotten wild with its locations. Uh, Colby, before we let you go, 30 seconds on the clock. What is your lock for tonight's slate? Of these that you gave out, what's your favorite one? Favorite one is probably it's. I'll go San Diego State against Colorado State. That and then Kentucky. Let's go. San Diego State. 401k and Kentucky. The 401k parlay from Colby Dan of the College Basketball Experience. When we return, file segment. Kramer and I reveal our locks and best bets here on Follow the Money. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.